Dan. Oh, hi, Merlin. Good, good morning. I'm reporting live from the show floor. <laughs> in, in New I, York. Shh. Please, please keep it down. Lana Del Rey is... She's still singing a oh, very she's, sad... She's still there. Yeah. Shh. <laughs> she's still singing a very sad song about being sad. She's uh, on her second song. So we need to keep it real quiet for like another 35 minutes. Okay. Just, okay. <laughs> Shh. She's... Um, How's it going? Good, good. So, um, good morning. Yes, good morning to you. They they were kind enough to wrap it up just in time for us to begin the show at our scheduled time. Oh my god, you're right. Wow, what are the chances? I know. Woof, woof. That was you know today's Apple event was the first one that I was really looking forward to in a while, where I actually looked at it and said, you know, there's a bunch. If if announced, there's a bunch of stuff that I'm that I really want and that I'm really excited to get. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and they, they delivered pretty well. They only, the, you know, the speculation was, Oh, they'll be doing new MacBook pros. That was the only thing I think that people were calling for or hoping for that, that they didn't do. Mm-hmm. And everything that they did, I, I'm pretty, that's just weird for me to say. I think they're all really, really good. I like, mm-hmm. ev- I liked um, everything. I liked everything. I have, I have, um, I have two negative things to say that I want to get out of the way. One is, can we stop with the music? Can we stop with the music performances? But the other thing I want to say is, boy, those demos—they kind of take the air out of the room, don't they? I, I think so too. I, I, think I could so be wrong because they really lost me on the Photoshop thing, and I was I was looking at videos online at the time. But I don't know, man. It feels like they had the, so getting to the positive. This was very well paced. Yes, and very. Very quick, you and I were texting like, "Oh my god!" Like, like thirty three minutes in, they'd already gotten to so much stuff. I know. And then they do this thing where they the the I guess kind of the third act starts, and it's time to bring out the race cars and the beams of light and the fog and the. <laughs> but like, boy, um, yeah, no, I'm with you. I I think this was a really good presentation. I mean, I don't know. It's it's the posty presentations. They're sometimes a little silly. You get real deep in the pile with lots of different people. But I, I thought what they had to present was very good. And like I say, I thought the pacing was um, really commendable. I think so, too. I really liked, uh, I really liked the way this fe- it felt. It, you know, to, another way to say it is it felt much more New York to me. It felt like an mm. East Coast event. Yeah. as a po- And the audience, we, you know, Tim Cook even made the joke, I'm moving to New York because the audience actually made sounds uh, and, <laughs> right. and responded to things unlike these sort of um, drone response typical at a california type meeting which is weird because like i don't think of california as being like a kind of a place it's not when i've been there but new york i think they just brought the animal out or something and they were really responding to what he was saying i like that but i like the pacing of it a lot and i thought that um the announcements of what was coming was really good and i think their their pricing is exactly where it should be and uh, everything that they did was just, it was snappy. It was good. My, my biggest complaint is the same as yours. I think that the demos are just not. The room just dies. The energy yeah. in the room just drains. Right. As you watch somebody use a computer. <laughs> That's right. Or watch me use. And you know, the thing is, I don't, you know, like my, my kids do a lot of, uh, play a lot of games and a lot of the games that they play are on the iPads. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I think I think showing what's capable by showing the the basketball game that they were doing and the realism of that 
it mm-hmm. still suffers big time from the uncanny valley effect uh and and so for me that demo was interesting from a standpoint of look at what's possible on this incredibly yes. small thin light computer we call an ipad look at what you can do something that you know five or ten years ago you wouldn't have been able to do on a supercomputer today you can do it like that eh, nbd it's, it's like an ipad like who yeah. cares yeah, yeah that that was impressive for from that standpoint um but yeah still i'm with you on that i feel like it took it takes some of the energy out of it and i don't know and anytime as soon as i just said to myself as soon as they uh, started doing Photoshop and talking about the AR stuff. I'm like, please don't do another AR demo that that no, no. one will do in the real world. I, I totally agree with you. I mean, I, I'm not a person who plays a lot of games by any stretch. My daughter has a handful of games she's intensely interested in. Yeah. But um, I, I think you kind of nailed it. Uh, the, the thing that's been out in public the whole time is Apple could pretty much give a fly and flip about people actually... Um, looking at this as a gaming platform, right, right. except in so far as they make a lot of money from the game part of it. That I think, I think that that's a big part of like ongoing revenue. People who spend money these days, people who spend money on the app store, I'm going to opine on the one end, you got weirdos like me that'll spend $40 for a productivity app. Right. But I imagine that the, the big fat part of that is people the, the money making part is people who are ongoing, whatever, buying their coins or whatever. I, you know, I'm constantly adding coins to my for my daughter to use in Minecraft to buy expansion stuff. Right, sure. But but you know, I think the the thing that's been lying in plain sight for years now is it is the playground, the lab. It's mm. the way to show off their latest technology. So it's one thing to sit there and watch those very dry slides about how many X times more powerful this is than that. And a thousand times this and seven X a PX bionic, you know, and just tossing out those buzzwords, but then to actually show a very moist basketball player is a way of telegraphing. (laughs) Like you can see the holes in his Jersey. Fascinating Uh stuff. He's so damp. Um, but you, but that is the way to show what this thing is capable of. So that, that's the funny MacGuffin is I don't think Apple cares at all about games, but that's the way to show on a big screen to show like what this thing can do. What you don't want to do is put this alongside an iPad from two years ago and show how much faster something launches. That's not how they roll. They, right. they want to be very positive about showing that. And I, I think they did a pretty good job. Um, my main interest, uh, perhaps unsurprisingly, was in the iPad. Yes. So maybe we'll walk through some of the other stuff, though, and maybe you can tell me if it's a big deal. I, it's an overarching theme is that we get spoiled so hard now with you know the leaks that come out and Kochi Min or whoever telling us what the next thing's going to be. <laughs> Um, Ho Chi Minh. That's who it. Ho, that's who, who does is that, that. Who is it? Yeah. Ho Chi Minh's the one that Renee Ritchie gets his rumors from, right? Yeah, that's right. That's the he's okay. the, the leaker. The le- <laughs> Ho Chi Minh is the leaker. Quichi Bo. Quichi Bo. The okay. So, but it seems to me that I think there will probably be one corner, uh, at least amongst my crowd. Who will be very happy? I'm going to say the Marco-ish people, the me-ish people who say, you know, charge more. It's okay. Charge more, but make the thing good. Yeah. Right? Don't, if you know, personally, I, I don't spend a whole lot of my day thinking about what the volume of the computer is. When they say volume, they didn't say weight. 
They're saying basically how many cubic millimeters the inside of it is. Right. What? I don't care. Like <laughs> Just you're, make it you're good. saying that that's not a metric or a vector that you used when thinking about physical objects is the There's volume. The of- main the main vector for me is uh, on a continuum is when an iPad Mini is in my backpack. I do not notice it is in there. When my MacBook Pro, my 2000, what do I have? 2015 MacBook Pro is in there. I do notice it. And then there's a continuum in between. And ideally, you would like to have less rather than more. Sure, that's fine. But you know, the thing we've all been bitching about, a lot of us, those fancy lads have just been saying, look, I don't, it doesn't need to be thinner. The keyboard needs to suck less. It needs to have good battery life. I don't know when they first got wedded to this idea that every device needs to have a 10-hour battery life and that will be our, that's the point that we turn on. But in the case of, for example, the Mac Mini, uh, people really have wanted a Mac Mini big upgrade for a long time. Yeah. I think a lot of people's gut fear was, well, on the one hand, they're just, it's going to continue to be a product in their lineup. But on the other hand, that it would not be heavily updated. And when they did update it, they'd update it in the way that drives us crazy. It's like letting your landlord do your renovations. You're like, oh no, please. Right. Anything but that. <laughs> don't make it thinner and take away ports. That doesn't help me. <laughs> right. Like, don't put astro floor on my, uh, astro turf <laughs> on my bathroom floor. Like, please let me just handle this. Um, but in this instance, I, I, I don't know. I think, <laughs> I think if you get a really tricked out Mac mini, it ain't going to be no thousand dollars i think that thing's going to be super costly yeah but that's okay charge more and make it good like your apple you can do that and i feel like in several instances here that's what we saw especially with the ipad especially with the mac mini i i'm not super qualified to talk about the macbook air uh, i'll quit ranting but i just wanted to say in general one nice trend i like and i i mean truthfully if you're going to be apple you might as well make it real good make it good and charge more and that's a nice direction Making it less good and charging the same, I don't think is helping that many people who are Apple fans, I think. No, I think you're on to something there for sure. Um, you know, I, I can talk about the MacBook Air because I've had several of those and uh, Hattie, my uh, producer, who pretty much does everything around here, she's been doing it all with um, a MacBook Air for like the same one for like almost sixty five or six years. Mm-hmm. And anytime something... That's what my wife has. My wife's before she got passed down, my MacBook Adorable, she had a MacBook Air. And it was, you know, it was fine. It, it, it was and this really, has been, was ready this has for been going for her, but she's been struggling with it for a while now and needs needs an upgrade. And so we were talking about, I said, you know, what do you, what do you think? You're going to want one of these? And she said, well, if they do another Air, definitely. Um, you know, this so is... The Retina helps a lot. Yeah, right? it's going to help a great deal. But then they had the Mac Mini and I said, well... Maybe you'd want one of those instead. Those things are, they look really good, but it's like you said, like once you start adding RAM to it, for example, Mm -hmm. if you take the base one and bump it to 16 gigs, you're, you're at a thousand bucks. If you bump the hard drive to something reasonable, like 256 or or 512, what's that? Breaking news, uh, breaking news, uh, posted by (laughs) friend of the show, top of zero store is back up. I need to get on that. Yeah. Uh, if you get the 3.2 gigahertz, six core, eighth generation, 64 gigs, two terabytes, 10 gigabit, uh, 4199. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, forty one ninety nine. Yeah, you can you can spend a lot on these things, but just taking the it's the, a computer, the base you know? one with sixteen gigs of RAM and five twelve storage, you're at fourteen hundred bucks. That's that's not cheap, but I I feel like if this is a, someone's main computer, mm-hmm. you know. But I think updating the Mac Mini is is 
it was time to do it. Um, I I had predicted that they would do something a little bit smaller in size, but instead they really beefed it up as far as what you can do and what you can get in it. And so I'm I'm pretty happy with that. We've got one, two, three, four, five, five or six Mac Minis uh, here mm-hmm. doing various things. I'm not upgrading any of them because they're they're sort of just little machines that sit there and do one specific task. They're sort of like fine for what they need yeah to they're do. great. But if I was if I was looking for a new desktop machine. Uh, and and didn't didn't want to go the iMac route. This is a really good solution now, and I think there's a lot of people who have been wanting the Pro because it implies that there would be tons of expansion. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but I think if you're not if you're not looking to like throw tons of hard drives or do really high end video stuff, that this is the way to go. Especially if you've already invested in a nice screen or something like that. Now, I have a question for you. Yeah. Um. What. Why were they called, and maybe I'm just like dinosaur times here. Why were they calling it Thunderbolt 3 more than they were calling it USB-C ports? I'm way out of my depth on this, but um, I think one thing that's been, I don't know, good, bad, I'm not sure what, is that the, the physically, is it not true that physically, it's you can't just look at the, the you can't just look at the dingus and know whether it's Thunderbolt or I don't, USB-C. Yeah, I don't know. I think they look, don't they, aren't they like, pretty much identical i thought they were but does that mean USB-C doesn't work in it or everything works in it? no i think it does i think it i'm pretty sure it pretty absolutely does yeah um i'm not sure but i think that's the case i don't know I, i'm i i i'm so confused by that world um I'm, but i'm pretty sure that's correct um i'm sorry i'm looking at ipads right now so what um, you, which one are you go okay so we we can I jump talk about it i want to talk about it because i don't like this number <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> Why don't you tell me about something you like? I would love to tell you about Care Of. Have you oh, heard of Care Of? Did you, are you doing this? Are you on the Care Of uh, bandwagon? I'm on, I'm on the. I am on the Care Of. Yeah, I've been on it for a few weeks. This is it's super. A, it's a cool. very interesting service. It really is. So Care Of, what this is, is it's a monthly. Subs- I want people to listen to this spot because this is really cool. I have been for a long time a big proponent of. Uh, you know, whether you want to call them vitamins or or whatever, I I've noticed a huge difference in myself in the way I feel, especially now that I'm not 25 years old anymore. Mm-hmm. That these things can make a really big difference. So th- let me tell you what Care of is. This is a monthly subscription vitamin service. They deliver completely personalized, customized vitamin and supplement packs right to your door. And this is really cool. For so long. I would spend time and say, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm this age, so they say I should take this. And I was, you know, feeling like this, so they, they say she. But there's so many options out there. It's so hard to know what am I supposed to be taking? What am I supposed to be, uh, what would help me the most? Mm-hmm. And so they've addressed this question and in a really interesting way. The way they've solved this is they give you this really cool, it's an, it's, I want to call it fun. It's an online quiz. And they ask you about your diet, what your health goals are, what your lifestyle is like, and, you know, areas uh, that you think you maybe want to improve. Maybe you want to get better sleep, or maybe you, you know, you feel like you're too tired sleep in the could day. could be energy, uh, there's alcohol consumption. Right. There's, uh, there's lots of stuff that the bees will help with, and yeah. you go through and yeah. kind of prioritize. This little wizard helps you prioritize the stuff that you want to work on, and, uh, and then it makes this bespoke pack of like open this thing up take these vitamins or these supplements and you're good to go 
Right. So clever. Right. It's really cool. They And then this is the whole thing about it is they're sent to you and they're personalized and they give you these little packs. This is not what I was expecting when I signed up for this. I thought I was just going to get bottles or, you know, a bag of pills or something. And I was going to say, take one of these and one of these. But they don't do it like that. They actually mm-hmm. create these little packs that it's you can got take. name on it. It's got your name. and say, hi, Merlin, or hi, Dan, or whatever, because your name's probably... quote <laughs> and, and my name, and I just open it up, and I guzzle down my uh, supplement. That's right. And this was super useful. I actually, and th- w- if we have time for it, I'll tell you about the, the Comic-Con that I took my son to over the weekend. Oh, cool. But again, like, I didn't, I said, okay, I'm going to be gone for a night. I just grabbed one of these little packets. I didn't have to, like, meter out pills or find some pill container to do. Super awesome. They have um, they have vegan and vegetarian supplements, if that's what your diet is all about. Um, they have, you know, pre- and postnatal supplements. Like, all of the stuff that you could ever possibly want. And they even have these cool other... Uh, like bonus things that they can do. So like if if you mark down that maybe you want to get better sleep, they'll say, you know what? Here's a little um, melatonin that you can take. And when they do stuff like that in a powder, it's designed that you don't have to mix it with liquid. You can just like put the powder in your mouth and it has a flavor and it's fine. Like that, yeah. I thought that was weird, but it actually was really nice. And um, so they have some facts here. 90% of people fall short of the FDA recommended guidelines for at least one vitamin or nutrient and if and if you're doing this quiz, it will tell you what you need to get back on track or to reach your health goals or or whatever you're looking to do. And um and another thing that I just want to mention is a lot of the time when you're when you're busy, when you're going back to school, when you're starting a new job, you're gonna feel more stress. You can put down that you feel stressed and they'll send you things that help you with the stress. I mean it's all there. Mm-hmm. And uh and so they have a special deal, of course, for our, our listeners. Twenty five percent off your first month of personalized care of vitamins go to takecareof.com takecareof.com and enter the code back to work that's 25% off your first month and and like i said they don't again they don't just send you these packets in like a in like a a bag they send them to you in like a a box that you set up right and you know how the, i don't know what this is called but well, it's, it's almost like a, yeah, it's, it's hard like to a explain, dispensary. Like, if you can imagine system. you get your 30 days of vitamins and all the vitamins are each packaged per day in a little easy to open plastic uh, package. And then that's all contained in a box that almost feels like a point of purchase where it's got a little slot at the bottom and you just pull out today's, uh, today's packet. Uh, it couldn't be easier to use. And it's, you know, it's made for you based on what you want to do. It's a neat idea. It's a very cool idea. Takecareof.com, promo code back to work for 25% off. Thanks very much to care of for supporting this show where's my bell Where Thanks, is care of. i don't know what you do bop, with bop. your bell it's not my i'll tell you what i tell my daughter it's not my day to watch it <laughs> where's my fitbit i don't know it's not my day to watch it yeah she loves that she loves that oh it's we have fun don't we yeah oh man yeah yeah okay so so you feel good I think you know. Uh, I think the MacBook Air. I think the MacBook Air is is a great computer. My f- all time favorite Mac that I ever owned was the MacBook Air 11 inch. That thing was so really? awesome. They don't they don't still. Oh, the MacBook Air 11 inch, the little okay. tiny one. I yeah, loved yeah, that. Yeah. I could put that in my back pocket and uh, and, and walk around with that. And I get where's your computer? It's right here. And you just pull this thing out. It's like what? It's tiny. Oh yeah, look remember at that, that thing. thing. But I o- yeah. I only had one for a little while. I should have saved it 
uh, for longer, but I wound up selling it. But the 13, those are just wonderful, look at the wonderful on computers. That thing. Oh, on the 11, I know. Yes, that's know. hilarious. <laughs> it's like you're using, like, it's almost like a like you're using an SE or something. It's I think like these things, a- though, these new MacBook Airs are going to sell the heck out of... Uh, I, they're just they're going to be super popular because this for me this is like the go-to computer for most people who want a laptop this thing is just great i don't mm-hmm. know what the regular macbook where that fits in anymore because that thing to me like i looked at those in the store recently because yeah. i went to to uh look at the apple watch the new one finally last week and i looked at the macbooks and i thought you know those are really cute those are really nice computers but Something about the air is appealing, and I really, I really mm-hmm. like this new one. I think this is this is a, a big deal. Yeah, and I, I, this again, this feels like it's right in the pocket for somebody who's like going off to college or something like that, right? Um, who's going to live their life on, you know, they got a phone and they got a computer, and I think it's it's a nice feeling to know that, you know, even or especially if you're price sensitive to something, you don't want to spend thousands and thousands of dollars. Uh, which is, I think, most people. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to have that feeling that you're not getting a del- wildly or even deliberately diminished experience, right? Right. You know, like there's always in sales, there's always that kind of classic bronze, silver, gold package. And, you know, and what's the term for that? Like where you, you do this pricing in such a way that most people will want to buy the silver package, right? In, in any kind of large retail operation, there's usually like the, there's the normal one, the excellent one and the cheap one. Mm-hmm. And they know most people want to get the nicer version of the normal one. And if you're buying the quote unquote cheap version, you're like, mm. and in this case, I don't know. I mean, I think for a lot of people, this is going to meet a lot of needs. It sure helps that there's two ports on there now. Don't you imagine? Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the logical, and I, I always return to Marco Armin on this because I think he's articulated this frustration so well albeit as an edge case, maybe a corner case, being somebody who wants a quote-unquote, in this case a MacBook Pro, a professional computer that you can take somewhere and record with. Well, if you got one port on that thing, you, how are you going to power the device while you do literally anything else, let alone the severe limitations in, and, and just weird unexpected corners in what you can expect out of USB-C devices? This has been a real, if you don't need this stuff, you don't use this stuff, you're not going to think about this stuff, but it would shock you to know how much this is not a USB-A world anymore. You don't just stick something in your computer and know confidently what it's going to do. The different things, like the different, like, um, what do you call it? Like the, um, oh shoot, what's it called? When you plug in a thing and then you get extra ports, the, um, like a, like a hub? hub, yeah. Like the hubs are real different and do real different stuff and this the the protocols behind this port are very very strange and it it is not very well settled territory you cannot just go into a best buy and grab a thing off the off the uh off that little peg and know that it's going to work and do what you expect having that second port i feel like it's a good accommodation and i think it still is the headphone jack right some people love that like if you're if you're like a teen or a tween you're gonna be very happy that things got a headphone jack. yeah for sure i think it does let me check um, where's the other side? Oh yeah. Still got a headphone port on the right side. There you go. Um, yeah. So like I say, I mean, and oh gosh, adding, um, uh, touch ID kind of cool. Are there any computers that, that don't have retina now? I don't know. I imagine there's at least one in there somewhere, but I honestly, I do not know. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'll, I'll look forward. This is one of those weeks where I'll look forward to hearing, uh, for example, like what they say on ATP. I'll be interested in hearing what they say on Upgrade. Mm-hmm. The shows where people who follow this stuff real carefully can let me know what I missed in the reality distortion field. But it's, I mean, it, again, anytime you're seeing, we say this every time we go through this, I feel like, you know, I say this. Um, Apple is a company that makes computers. Apple is a company that makes hardware. Right. I mean, ultimately, they're they're a company that makes really, really great hardware and sometimes pretty good software, sometimes great software, great OSs sometimes. But it's a hardware company. Right. Anytime Apple is releasing new hardware, we're moving in the right direction. I feel like Um, we'll be interesting to see, like, for example, what what the the real keyboard nerds think of that keyboard. But again, for most, this is not the keyboard that's going to drive people nuts in the same way that the MacBook Pro keyboard is going to drive people nuts. Right. Yeah. The folks who are going to buy this. Uh, in this case, again, it's an expectations game. The people who spend $1,100 on this are not going to be the same people who are, who are noticing the differences, you know, <laughs> you know, like with the MacBook Pro, for God's sakes, just take away the touch bar and put all that money into the keyboard. <laughs> Make it real, real, real good. If you're a developer, there are developers out there that are doing a lot of work on a MacBook Pro and they got to spend all day with that damn keyboard. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see, but so you feel like just to wrap, maybe to wrap up the, the, uh, MacBook part, uh, MacBook Air part, you're feeling pretty good about that. I think that's great. I think it's a, a great improvement. I think it's a great upgrade to what they have now. I think the pricing is where I would expect it to be for mm-hmm. what it is. If yeah. I was in the market for a computer and didn't need a quote unquote pro level device, this is a no brainer. This is an absolute no brainer. And the entry level one. Uh, if you look at this, hold on, let me just op- reopen this. Okay. If you look at the entry level air, it is, uh, $1,199. So 1200 bucks. I'm not going to go over all the uh, specs, not, not, except to they, say, they like it to be, they like it to be under a grand historically, but that's not unreasonable for what you're giving for a retina computer. Right. And it's retina display. It's an, it's got eight gigs of Ram. It's got 128 small drive or 228 drive. And that's too small for before the show started. They asked Hattie, uh, what hers had and, and how much she's used. She's got eight gig free out of 256 gig drive. I don't, I, I, I might be comically. Yeah. Small. I don't think anybody should get one with 128 gig drive. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you think you're going to do with this. That's simply, mm-hmm. it is, it is not enough to do anything. Uh, you just, you just can't, that's just, no, I say no. 256 know, is the but just, barrier just, for I mean, bar it, for entry. But yeah, but I mean, again, let's go with our hypothetical teen. The hypothetical teen is not collecting MP3s like, like people of 15 years ago. They're streaming they are, I mean, like, what are the biggest files that the typical, and like, and like in my daughter's case, she does all her stuff on, um, uh, most of her Chromebook, but she does Google Docs, you know, it's all web-based. Right. I mean, you could right, but you, now by, you're argu- but, you're okay, but you're arguing now that, that that's to think of it like a Chromebook. Yeah, right. And, no. and, you know, and, and maybe Apple's arguing that too, that the entry level one, if you think of it like a Chromebook, then it's fine, but I don't know. I still think like my kids, I don't know what they're doing. They take stupid videos of themselves running through the house and all kinds of mm-hmm. crazy stuff. And like all of a sudden they filled up their kids, iPad kids with, with the hundreds of pictures of their, you know, looking up their own nose or something. And, you know, and, and so like you'd be surprised how fast you, the space fills up. Yeah. I just think 256 is you've got to, you've got to move up to that. Yes. 
Well, it's interesting. You'll notice here if you scroll down a little bit. So the ones that are above the fold mm-hmm. are the uh, 128. I mean, they're pretty. Wow. They're basically, at first glance, they are identical except for the size of the drive. That's interesting. Are you getting that too? Yeah. Uh, eight, yeah. I mean, same processor display, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. eight gigs of memory. It's a, it's just a difference of for two hundred dollars more, you get twice the SSD storage, right? And Is it's there, interesting. Boy, to can me, you go higher than two fifty six? Yes, can you can that? go way higher. Um, okay, but but what I'm curious about is why they list that as separate models unless they anticipate that a lot of people are like well duh of course you need to like i am (laughs) of course you need 256 gigabytes of storage so they've made a custom config a standard configuration out of a custom configuration and made it in such a way that it's no big deal to just order one because as many people know when you walk into the apple store and you say Mm -hmm. well i want this and like okay we have that and like okay well can i get it with the bigger drive oh well that's a custom order and you're gonna have to order it online or we can order it for you here that's gonna that's gonna be huge for the mac mini you have to imagine there i uh, that one that they announced the kind of hobbled ish starting model not hobbled but like that's probably what they're gonna have in stock i'm guessing I, I think so too. And you're saying, so yeah, that is interesting to have those as different skews when there's apparently only the one difference. But then you scroll down a little more and look who's still down there. Hey, it's a little silver boy. They still have the old one. Still have silver uh, for, boy. But again, it starts at nine ninety nine. So they still, the umbrella is there, right. you know, for the less costly model. Interesting choice. Rose gold. Well, I can't roll with gold. Um, okay. So uh, thumbs up. We like this. I oh th- yeah, t- thumbs up for sure. Um, I honestly don't have that much to say except about the iPad, but I know we should address the Mac Mini. This is something that nerds in our uh, environment have really been pining for. If <laughs> if not just for this idea of like, wow, I sure used to like my Mac Mini. If you're going to kill it, just tell me. You know, and and again, this is this is worth repeating, and I don't want to be a karma suck, but it is worth repeating that when people roll their eyes at the folks who are going to the Mac Rumors Buying Guide and seeing how old, you know, they almost need a second number, which is the difference between an upgrade and a substantial upgrade. When's the last time there was a substantial upgrade to the Mac Mini? Oh, a long time ago. Go buy something else. Yeah, but here's the problem. That means to up until today, that is indeed still a product in their lineup. That means that probably yesterday might've been a dozen or fewer people, but yesterday people bought Mac minis. Somebody bought that Mac mini yesterday. Right. And that's, it's intellectually and uh, consumerly dishonest to, to have that thing out there <laughs> in the state that it's in. I mean, especially now we're going to have this other one. So I don't know. I, I, I feel for that point of view of like, I do too. And that's the I thing. Feel like for the you... folks who walk into the mall and go like, I really want this thing I used to have. It's almost like the comic shop when somebody comes in and goes, Oh, you know, I used to really like Superman. I'll catch up on Superman. Well, there's not a giant amount of, it's going to cost more than it did five years ago, but you're not going to be screwed buying a comic book. In this case, you could really make a terrible decision and have no idea that the next day it's going to change. Yes. And I, I mean, but it's tough because I can see both sides of it. Like they, mm-hmm. the, those computers do exist. And if somebody needed one yesterday, then they needed it yesterday. And you know, can you really say, well, we're going to be coming out with something really awesome tomorrow. Well, if so, they could re- return it, I guess. I went through this with John's mom and the watch where she had bought initially, she got a, this is I think two months ago, I'm going to say, but she, she, she initially bought 
um, you know, she's, she's a very, very smart person. I, I, I don't want to say that in the most, so important I not sound condescending. She actually is really, really smart. She used to manage programmers. She programmed and managed programmers in the seventies. She built the pipeline, right. the computer part of the Alaskan pipeline. Right. She's crazy smart. She's very plugged in. And so late this summer, she got a, I don't know if it was a gift or if she bought it for herself. Might've been a gift. She got a series three, um, with Wi-Fi. And then realized she wanted the red dot, that she wanted the LTE too. Mm, mm-hmm. And it was very funny because she actually was on the show for a moment talking about this. And I was like, well, you might want to wait three weeks because dimes to donuts, there's going to be a new and probably pretty cool new version of that. But she really wanted it and she got it. And I bet she's happy with it. The series three is nothing to sneeze at, but it's nice to have somebody around some dork with no life who could say to you, just FYI, you might want to wait just a little bit longer, especially if you're going to put out some serious dough. You know, yes. somebody who just spent nine ninety nine on that MacBook Air yesterday might not be so happy today. No, for sure. And so, anyway, what I'm saying is, adopt a nerd. Find a nerd in your life. A foster a nerd. Bring them in. Make them your rabbi and your sherpa. <laughs> nice. This is <laughs> this show has been brought to you by the National Nerd Foundation. Nerds, we're the sad ones. Tm tm tm. Now the Mac Mini. <laughs> <laughs> I like Mac the Mini. Mac Mini. I like has continued that. Continue to be a product in their lineup for some time now. I like that. And uh, and I, you know I got to say I, I think the um, oh yeah one last thing on the MacBook Air again something uh, Syracuse flavored. Um, he's been hunting for what's going to be the new homework computer. He needs at least one and possibly two new homework computers mm-hmm. for his kids. Mm-hmm. My daughter has and loves her Chromebook which makes me sad, but um, I'm going to be interested to hear that. This, this is, this is a pretty good homework computer. The MacBook air. That's all I was going to say about that. Okay. Mac mini has been around for a long time. I feel like the biggest fear there was I I don't know, which is the bigger fear that they would discontinue it or that they wouldn't discontinue it, <laughs> that it would just suck. And you could imagine in some universe, you could certainly at least imagine a $1,500 Mac mini with two ports. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Can't, can't you kind of imagine, hey, it's got two USB-C ports that can like t- talk to anything. And you'd just be like, oh, it's so sad. I, they showed the back of that Mac Mini with an Ethernet port on it and the HDM for like four, what is it, four I, HDMI's? Yes, I saw that. And I was like, how la frickin' luya. Like, I don't, I can't say that they listened or didn't listen, but boy, that sure did make me happy to see that, uh, that, that it was, it appears to be a very capable device. Charge a little more. That's fine. But this looks very capable to me. I think so too. I think this is what a lot of people have been wanting. I know that it's what I would certainly, if I wanted a desktop machine, I have never been a big fan of iMacs. Um, mm-hmm. my, you like to have your own stuff, right? Your own keyboard. Yeah, I, I do. Mm-hmm. But you know, it really, I don't know why I think iMacs, maybe the better way to say it is iMacs don't seem to like me. Um, the, the, the last time that I tried to buy one, I went whole hog and got like one all really nice maxed out everything else. And you remember this, we talked about it and it, it like died. It was dead. Uh, and, and it had that weird hard drive problem with the f- flashing, uh, Apple logo and other weird things that happened. Oh, this is a while ago. Right? Yeah. This was like a year or so ago. And you okay. know, like that's just my history with the IMAX. I've, I've had an interesting 
a set of experiences with IMAX. And, you know, we have one at home and it's our main computer at, at home that my wife uses when she needs a computer and my daughter will use periodically. My son has his own hand-me-down laptop that was my MacBook Pro before I got my new MacBook Pro. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't use it a ton. He's pretty much does everything on his iPad. What um, about homework? Do you guys do, we, so much of our stuff comes through Google Docs and like plugins to Google yeah, Docs. Yeah, definitely. So much stuff. He does that on yeah. the laptop when he needs to. And I like, think it's free. I, I, Syracuse and I were debating this, but I'm, I think it's free for schools and it's pretty powerful. If you're going to manage a bunch of stuff, yeah. it does kind of change the game. Like, yeah, sure, there's still worksheets and stuff like that. But like when she has, an, or like she has two blog posts a week, you know, one about the, a would you rather question one is like a quote of the week but it's all like integrated with google docs so you could do it on anything i guess you yeah could certainly do it on an ipad yeah um so he's got your hand me down yeah he's got my hand me down it's it's a macbook pro it's plenty for him whenever he needs it and you know so like but i i would be hard pressed to buy an imac simply because I have found that needs needs change. Like right now, I've got this great LG 20, 21 and a half inch screen, and this is perfect for me. This is great. I don't I don't need mm-hmm. any more than this. But maybe down the road I will, or maybe I'll always want this screen, and I'll just want to swap out the computer and get something new. I've never been a big fan of marrying the screen to the computer in a way that, it, that they cannot be separated. And of course you're doing that with a laptop. Like I get it. Of course you are. Right. That's the whole point. Yeah. But that is the whole point of having a portable machine. I'm not talking about portable. When I make these comments, I'm talking about desktop for me, a desktop machine. And I would say, you know, probably 70% of the time I have my MacBook pro closed clamshell closed, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. plugged into the, to the one beautiful cable that gives it power and connects all the peripherals and everything else through this LG screen that I have. It's, it's the, the best setup that I've ever had because this computer is fast enough to be run this way. I plug one, I put it on the rain stand, which it doesn't even need to be on because I never have the lid open. Uh, but I plug mm-hmm. it in with one cable that connects to the, um, the screen that also charges it. and the screen has three or four USB-C ports in the back. So any USB-C ports I can plug into that, but I also have a USB-C <laughs> to USB-3 uh, hub or whatever they call them now that I got from Amazon for like $12 and it has like a ton of regular USB ports in it that anything else I need to do is plugged in. So one of the things I have plugged in is a USB-C to Ethernet adapter. So that whenever I'm docked to the screen, I'm connected over the Ethernet and it's much, much faster, which is important if you're editing big podcast files or video files or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, it's a wonderful solution. But at the end of the day, I unplug the one cable, throw it in my bag. Now I have a computer at home or on the weekends or traveling or whatever I need. But I also have a weird job in that I work a lot from different locations, but I also am doing support and need to be prepared to fix something if it's broken. And the best way to do that is with a computer. If I didn't need that, gosh, I would be all over this Mac mini. I would, Mm -hmm. I, this, this was the computer that I've been wanting for a very, very long time. It's got everything. Uh, It has the right number of ports. You can, you know, it has ethernet built into it. It's fast. It's quiet. It's now the slate gray, which is cool. 
this is the Mac Mini that I've wanted forever and that I think a lot of other people have wanted too. And it's up, you can, like you said in the earlier, you can way max this thing out. And they're mm-hmm. super powerful. I thought the one comment that they made during the show today, during the presentation, was that um, these are not mobile components in this. This is not a mm-hmm. mobile graphics adapter. This is not, you know, mobile CPU. It's, it's not a screen and keyboardless right. laptop. Right. Yeah. And and that's a big deal to me. And so I feel like if you were in the market for a desktop machine and you already have a screen that you like and you're of the mindset that I'm in, which is I want to spend some money on a screen and just have that forever. What this means is that in a few years I could get a new Mac mini if, the, if I was going this route and keep using the great screen, the great peripherals and great other stuff that mm-hmm. I already have. I, th- you know, that's, that's, that's what I like. And I feel like they've, they've succeeded in another area too. And let me just double check before I say that, but the entry level iMac that you could get right now, I'm loading it, it's loading would be the 21 and a half inch iMac. Um, and, and let's say you want it with retina because we're, we're all grown ups now. That's mm-hmm. 1299 is the 4K Retina Display 21 and a half inch screen. Um, you know, for, for you to, to, to get into something like that, that's how much that's going to cost. It's a hundred bucks less. No, nope, I'm looking at the wrong thing. Um, the Mac Mini starts at $799, right? Yeah, um, I think that's right. So to, to, to get into a computer, this still does, I think, a good job of being that even more entry level computer for 800 bucks you can get something that is i'm doing this while i'm talking that is more powerful yes indeed it is more powerful than that entry level uh mac is uh, imac rather except the imac Hmm. has a bigger hard drive it has a one terabyte hard drive and you'd be getting 128 gig ssd but for in all other respects, as far as computing power, graphics, and other things, I think I think well, I need to compare those because that has a Radeon Pro five fifty five with two gigs of RAM, and the Mac Mini, yeah, has an Intel UHD graphics six thirty. So you are still getting better CPU, uh, better graphics and stuff with the with the entry level iMac. But for an entry level computer, mm-hmm. seven ninety nine, I don't see how you could beat that if if this is what you're looking for. If you're looking for um, a machine that can run stuff in the background for the longest time. All of my home media stuff, the Plex server yes. and everything else, was uh, was a, a Mac Mini, and um, until I switched to Linux not that long ago. Uh, but that's a different show. So I don't know. Yeah. I think I think these still. If you've already invested in a good screen and you've got <clears throat> external storage and things like that, this is this yeah. is a nice this is a nice computer. I agree. I, I'm um, not to make this about me, but I'm in a funny spot where I would say even say two, three years ago, um, you know, I was I was really, really hoping for something like this. And I, I'm sitting there and looking at it this morning and, and just setting aside for a moment. This is a beautiful computer. And I'm so glad they made a nice one and put it out. But it's also interesting how the world has changed. Uh, at the same time, we've been really hungering for this because my mm-hmm. use case for this is really over 80% of what I want out of this is what I will call my media setup. Well, what does that mean? It means I want to have all of my um, media files, like movies especially, and Plex, Mm -hmm. and all the management of that stuff. I would love to have that not be on my Office Mac anymore, not least because I'm streaming from my office to home. Right. It's very difficult, given the constraints of bandwidth on my particular Comcast. (laughs) John John Zircusa thinks this is 
the word he uses is crazy. Mm. And it is crazy that while I get 200 and uh, solid 298 megabits down, I still get 11 up. 11. That's my home connection and my office connection. Right. 11 up. Right. So right. 11 up from the office. Um, I mean, that's a pretty solid 720p. I'm not going to get a great reliable uh, 10, uh, 1080p, let alone a 4K. And I'd like to start you know, looking at 4K stuff. Now, think about how any one of those factors changes everything. Just just with the Plex and media setup stuff. Well, first of all, you start getting 4K you know, rips of your stuff. Oh, my goodness. You're talking about some very, very, very large files. That two terabytes is going to fill up comically fast. Um, so it's it's a, but so on the one hand, it's funny because now I think like, okay, if I got this really, is it really worth what this would cost for me to mostly run Plex? And I'm like, not really yet. Well, what else would I use it for? And you think, okay, well, home of the future. And you go, okay, what's home of the future look like? You're like, well, I mean, you'd be able to control your lights and stuff. Well, you can use an iPad as a HomeKit hub now. You know, it's, you can, obviously you can use your Apple TV as well. Um, that's just from my neck of the woods. That's all been an interesting thought process through this morning. It's like, ooh, yay, new thing. Do I want this? And then I'm like, hmm, I don't know. Because if I get it, it is two terabytes the upper limit? It's, it's all flash. And I think it's two terabytes. I think it is, yeah. Limit, right? Yeah. So that means if I want to do that, well, I kind of need... To, to, to reach the goal of what I'm looking for here, being local storage of media files, I really need another external uh, storage device for that. Like, like a Synology or an external drive or something. Right. I don't have room for that. Like I'm already real full of stuff unless I really change a lot about what I do. Do I really want to start over from scratch with all of that? That's, so set all of that aside for a minute, the, the Merlin particular stuff. And again, let's in the same way that the MacBook Air it comes out at a very different time for how people use their computers and consume media. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Most of what I do is streaming, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm streaming Plex from work, but honestly, if you looked at, I'm guessing if I had a pie graph of my, my, my poor overused bandwidth at home, mm-hmm. I bet Hulu, Hulu is a giant amount of it. My oh, yeah. daughter just, just leaves Apple music just running through the yeah, afternoon right. while she's doing homework. Right. But you know, or like she goes to take a shower and like leaves Netflix 4k streaming on. So, I mean, Netflix and Hulu are, are a huge part of what I do. I don't know why I'm, I feel the need to process this in front of our audience, but th- that's where, I, where I'm at right now is to just go, wow, I'm so glad this is out there. I'm not sure this is right for me, but also, wow, it's kind of a bummer they didn't do this two years ago when, I mean, how many of us every day are spending less time tending to our collection of MP3s? There are still diehards out there who the John Syracuse of the world who buy every, uh, don't stream like from Spotify, they buy everything on the Apple. Right, right, right. But that world's changing fast. So I don't know, I guess with all that in mind, it makes me extra super glad that they made this a powerful thing instead of just hobbling it to be like the next generation of whatever, that they are doing something that if you're going to do a Mac stadium thing, if you want a development environment, all that stuff, I'm glad it's got the guts to the, um, and the power to be able to do that. I'm glad it's out there. And I am thank too. You, thank you for hearing me in my time of need. Yeah, of course. Uh, Apple, Apple is there for, for your time of need. Um, mm-hmm. but I can go to the store for any number of something, something events, photography. Mm-hmm. That was weird. Mm-hmm. What was that? that was I don't really know. Weird. I don't know. Just kind of went on. Didn't it? And the audience was like super excited about it too. Uh, yeah. Angela they were like clapping like crazy. Our greatest product is retail. Hmm? What? Have you gone in an Apple store lately? 
<laughs> it's like it's like Johnny Ive redesigned the DMV and not making it faster. No, I am uh, I'm I'm regularly confused by the Apple stores. I don't think they want I you think to they feel are that too, way, but to be yeah. Honest. I don't it's not you know, they've tried to do something interesting and it goes against my philosophy. And th- my philosophy is um is that things should do they you should figure out what the job is that the thing that you're going to or using or wanting or whatever you should figure out what the job of it is and and to me is is the apple store's job to sell us stuff or is it to educate us or right. you know teach us something and i would i would say you kind of and they obviously apple disagrees with me they think it's possible to do both but i would suggest that it's possible to do both but you can only do one well and right now if you go to the apple store in in the domain here in lovely uh, austin texas the the relocated apple store it moved from the old part of the domain which is an outdoor shopping center to the new part of the domain which is called rock rose which is where the awesome new restaurants are and the awesome new stuff and the awesome new stores. And so the Apple has an awesome new store and the awesome new part. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the thing about it that I've, that I've noticed is that you walk in and you're not really sure. Uh, <laughs> is, is it a store? Is no it no matter a, where you are, you feel like you're in the wrong place. <laughs> is it a coffee shop that doesn't have coffee? I don't know what it is. It's, you know, for some reason I, I think about like, historically you think of a retail store, a retail store is somewhere you, where you walk in and buy something and leave. The a similar analogy there is a restaurant. The idea of a restaurant is that you go in and you sit down and you get your food, or maybe you pick up your food and leave. And, and to 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 really strain that metaphor, it seems like an Apple Store. If you thought of it as a restaurant, it would be a place that had full sit down service plus takeout plus cooking classes plus small appliance repair. And you're like, how do you get real good at being a restaurant if you're also doing small appliance repair? They, that has so much become the place where you go when your stuff breaks. <laughs> right. And it's like, I, how could you be good at all four of those things? You can't. It's, it's the answer is you can't. To do. You can't. You're, you're going to do all of them less effectively. Depends a lot on who you get there, in my experience. I, I, as far my, as like my the, daughters, the, the employees, you mean? I think so. Yeah. Um, my, I mean, not, not that there's like bad people there, but I had occasion to go and pick up something for my daughter's birthday last week. I ordered it online for pickup, pop on down to the mall. And uh, I was in and out in maybe eight minutes. Nice. It was real good. They passed me straight to a very competent man with a beard. He brought out the thing. He said, you need help with this? I said, I'm good. He said, have a great day. And that was it. It was really, I mean, at its best, an Apple Store experience, you can have a real solid eight-minute experience and be out. Then there's other times where you're like, I I just get the feeling sometimes that if if they know what's happening in that store, who's assigned to who and where that stands right now, it doesn't feel like it. It right. feels very chaotic and you feel very not cared for when you're there. Yes. Especially as we've said, especially those times when you're assigned a person and then another person, you know, and, and they're, they're doing they hand some you, they're of, handing you around a lot there. Oh, well, I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm Jason and I'm going to introduce you to, uh, to, uh, Mark over there. He's going to be taking care of you and, uh, Janine mm-hmm. will finish up there. No, wait, but don't worry. Cause this will always be your stool for the whole time that you're here. <laughs> That's right. You can sit here and you can watch all the things happening. <laughs> and then there will be occasion because this is, there's sometimes double and triple teaming. There will be times when, when Mark is, is dealing with three people right. at the same table right. at the same time doing different things. Sir, this credit card is not working. Well, it should be fine. I, and, and I'm just like, no, no, give me the eight minute experience. G- give me the thing. Let me get out of here. Uh, and I, I have found that there is there is Sorry. something nice about 
uh, the the Apple Store employees, regardless of of gender. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ones that have a beard are very vective. I found get get a beardy if you can. Yeah, doesn't again gender doesn't matter. Just find someone with a beard. Oh no, gen- gender has nothing to do. With it. Don't be binary. No, um, be beardary. Uh, we need to get to the iPad. I also need to ask you about your water situation. Did you have uh, oh, some else you want to tell? Yeah, me I got a couple things. I'll tell oh. you. I know. Ooh, bring I, it. I know. I would love to tell you about Green Chef. Green Chef. This is a new thing, and uh, I'm really digging the Green Chef. Green Chef is a USDA-certified organic company that includes everything you need to easily cook delicious meals that you can feel good about. But here's what makes them different and why I'm obsessed with the Green Chef. Is straight away, meal plans include paleo, vegan, vegetarian, keto, gluten-free, omnivore, and carnivore. So if unlike some of these other uh, home delivery type services where you 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 can get great food, but maybe you're struggling to find something that's going to perfectly every meal you get is guaranteed to like fit in the the dietary uh, regimen that you keep. And I know a lot of people who are either paleo or vegan or keto these days. This is what Green Chef is all about. And here's how it works. Recipes, quick and easy, step-by-step instructions, chef tips, photos that guide you along. Uh, they send you a wide variety of organic ingredients with really creative recipes every week. And everything is handpicked and delivered right to your door. They come pre-measured, perfectly portioned, and in, in many cases, mostly prepped already for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and And so this is a huge, huge deal for people like me where... I know out of the box, everything is going to be paleo. The recipes are going to be good and the ingredients are going to be like top notch. And that's the thing that they have their, their um, experts, chefs are making recipes that have gourmet flavor that you'll typically find only in restaurants and you can switch up your meal plan. You can change the box you're getting whenever you want. Um, And this is the thing. They think that like dinner should be planned around your life not the other way around. Whoa. It, that's a, that's that's a big thing. It's a big thing. That and is good. So oh, they, I have that feeling, Dan. I have that feeling. The <laughs> dinner's planned in my life for me, and it drives me bananas. <laughs> they have pre-made sauces, dressings, and spices in there, so you're getting more flavor in less time. And, uh, and it's just, they contain a, a, a ton of organic ingredients. It's awesome. And so we got the paleo box. And uh, my producer, Hattie, got... It comes, with, it comes with a bone and a drum and a small fire. <laughs> and she got the gluten-free because we wanted Ooh. to compare, like, what's the difference? Well, um, the paleo one was awesome. So often, like, the thing in our house is, like, like we'll say, oh, you know, guys, do you want to get some pancakes, like, for the weekend? We'll have one day on the weekend. We might do pancakes. Just make sure you don't get the paleo pancakes. Get the gluten-free ones because the paleo ones, like, they're kind of like cardboard and they're horrible. And so... This is not like that. This is really, that really my, good. That was my experience, too. I didn't, I, I want to say I didn't think I was going to like this. When I saw the recipes, I went, hmm. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't so sure, just to be dead honest. Mm-hmm. Because the box arrived right as we were getting ready for my daughter's birthday. It's like, oh my God, I, I forgot this is coming. We don't really have room for this. And we just, we had like a, we had a big green chef party. We just partied down and made a whole bunch of this food. Oh, yeah. And there was one thing in particular. What was it? It was this, it was, um, 
yeah, it was this chicken dish with this sauce. And I was like, mm, I'm not so sure about this. But my wife is like, we, we got we to use this food. We right. got to make all the food. Right. And it was so much better than I expected. Ditto for this this uh, this chili we made that came with these like tortilla strips. And I was like, this is like this was so much better than I expected. And my daughter ate all of it. It was crazy. She never does that. She's always got something to hate about all the foods. But no, I thought I think it's a good service, and I really like what we got. And the recipes were right in the pocket. Where you know some of these, it's, it's comical sometimes, like how how much or how little prep, and you're like, well, why don't you just go get takeout? In right. this case, it was just the right amount of doing it up and real tasty dishes out of it. Thumbs I totally up. totally agree, and the stuff that we got was really really great. And this is the other thing I want to mention: a lot of people that you know, I'll be walking down the street, I'll stop me on the street, stop me mm-hmm. on the street, Dan, 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 I want to go paleo. But I don't know where to start. I don't know what menu items to start making. Like, do I just go to the store and everything I used to get that had gluten in it? Now I just buy the gluten-free version. But no, that's not like what going paleo is or that's not what doing keto is or whatever. This is a wonderful way for people who are like, I want to improve my diet, but I don't know how. Even Mm -hmm. if you're saying, screw paleo, I want to go vegan, but I don't know how. Like, how do I eat vegan and still feel full or whatever? This is an awesome way to start in with that. So like the one that the first one that we tried, it was this pork chops with braised apple and it had this awesome slaw with it that was broccoli, beet and carrot slaw with tahini sauce. And I was like, Mm. this is if can this be? Can this be? It sounds like it's not going to work. And but it was great. And it sounds like that sounds like my kid liked it. I know. So so, you can't tell. You can't tell what they're going to eat. You can't tell. So they but this was great. And this is one. I feel confident that like I could sign up for this and actually know that every week I'm going to get something that I like. So here's here's what you do. If this is interesting, 50 bucks off your first box of Green Chef. $50 if you go to greenchef.us slash back to work. Greenchef.us slash back to work. 50 bucks off. I like this company. I like the food that we got. Genuinely liked it. So I think you're going to like it too. Uh, greenchef.us slash back to work. Thanks very much to Green Chef for making this show possible. Pop, pop. Thanks, Green Chef. We've got to talk about your iPad now. We've got to talk about it. Yeah. We've got to um, talk about it. I'm interested. I mean, I really like iPads as a thing. Um, I mean, I like my phone. I like my computer. I like all this stuff. But there's some, there is something kind of special about the iPad. And I feel, I continue to feel... Like it's something of a sleeping giant mm. that's in a very, it's in a very, very strange place because again, there's just kind of the anecdotal evidence that one has. Let's, let's step away from what I do with it, what you do with it. Like, wh- you know, how often do you see people using tablets in general and iPads in particular? Well, you know, I got to tell you, I feel like I saw a lot of iPads mm, eight years ago. Like, you know, and the, the iPad mini really caught on and it became the thing to stick in your baby's hands when you needed to <laughs> yep, distract that's it. That's right. Um, you know, I gotta, gotta be honest when I, I am always kind of looking over people's shoulder when I'm with the other moms and just checking stuff out at school and, uh, they're, they got the babies in the, in the little carriage. Um, ah, big iPhones, I think have eaten a lot of that market. Mm-hmm. You see a lot of people with big old Samsungs, big old Apple phones. Um, as Scott Bourne used to say, the Apple phone, you see people with these giant ass phones. And when you do see people with a tablet, I do not see that many civilians with a recent iPad, full stop. Right. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just, I am in a very like middle class, conservative neighborhood of San Francisco. Mm -hmm. So who knows? 
maybe there's a bunch of people at the Starbucks downtown, like, you know, you know, writing their, uh, their dance cycle on, uh, on the iPad pro. I don't see, I still continue to not see that many and it clashes so hard with my own experience. My whole family's experience. We use living crap out of iPads at our house. It is my go-to device. Uh, a current iPad Pro 10 whatever inch is my go-to device. It is a transformative device where the more you use it, the more you love it. Maybe sort of like how you felt with your first, you know, like PowerBook. Um, and so it has continued to surprise me that you don't see more of it or that it's not something a lot of normals talk about. And I feel like, again, now the thing here, the tidying in plain sight is, um, I kind of feel like this is as close as we've got for right this second about what the near future of computing looks like, Mm -hmm. but it still hasn't, it doesn't feel big. It doesn't feel like a big deal. Tell me your feelings about this before we get to the good stuff about this iPad. Let's do a state of the union. Like, didn't, I mean, am I the only one who thought iPads would be a bigger deal by now? No, I thought they would be too. For normal, for normal people, not just for the Federicos and, and me's of the world, well, let me, and my curlies. Let me, I thought it would be a bigger deal by now. Let me ask you this, and, and I'm thinking about this for myself too, for my family anyway. Um, you know, I, well, one, as, as an aside, I don't, I don't know a lot of people that are using their iPads for work. I'll tell mm-hmm. you two, two people that come to mind that I do know that use their iPads for work, in other words, to do the thing that they primarily get paid for, and and both of them do it in in a way that I don't think they could use a computer for in quite the same way, although they could. Um, the first is my uh, tattoo artist. She does all her work on an iPad. Pro. Your tattoo artist, Dan? Yes. You have a tattoo? Many. Okay. Um, and okay. she uses that. Okay. Uh, she uses a iPad Pro, and that's where she does all of her drawing, all of her artwork, everything happens on that. So that's something that, you know, she could use a Koala Pad or whatever on her Commodore 64, but this is better for her. And this this works and makes more sense. My other friend, uh, Ryan Hamrick, is one of these like awesome lettering guys. And he does, I don't know if it's all on his iPad nowadays. I'm not sure, but I know that he, he like goes and I think he flies around to like Apple stuff and Adobe and he's like a, like a name in this space now. And I think he's doing all of his stuff. I may, he, he's probably going to tell me I'm wrong, but I think he does a lot of his stuff. Um, the hand lettering and the custom logos and that kind of stuff. He did the fireside logo and other things. And I think he's doing it all on, uh, on, on the iPad. But I don't know a lot of people like in my space of like nerd developers and stuff who are who are using an iPad <laughs> to do work like that. Now con- they're very popular amongst people who talk about using an iPad for their work. Yes, and uh, now I want you to I want you to take a minute to really soak that in. I mean, th- I'm, not, I'm not saying this in a snarky way, but somebody like Federico or Mike or CGP Gray. Well, they use an iPad and they use it very capably, but they're kind of using the iPad to do their podcasts about talking about the iPad. Right. That's a, that's a damn sight away from somebody like Fraser Spears, who's using it very heavily in education. I, I, like you, I do not know that many people that use an iPad in, in any kind of job that you would consider like a conventional job. Not very much. In my wife's case, she would really much rather use a laptop. She used sure. the iPad and the iPhone heavily for looking at Twitter and reading, um, looking at dogs. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know that many people outside of the nerdosphere 
that are using it for a job that's not about talking about iPads. Right, right, right. And and however, con- contrast that to my house, my wife's primary computer is her original iPad Pro, the big one. Um, both of my kids have a regular sized iPad that they do most of, you know, my daughter plays games on it. My son, way less games, way more like YouTube stuff. Um, and I, I'm the only one at home now without one. And I have, I have a very old one that's mounted on my, uh, rower that I use every single day that I row to, you know, watch stuff. But I have not had an iPad for a while because at, you know, the, the boring story is my daughter had an iPad mini that had the least amount of storage that you could have gotten on it. And so every time she wanted to install a new game, we had yes. to delete a game and oh, let, let alone if you want to upgrade the OS. <laughs> yeah. Forget it. That's been so embarrassing for so long that you would sell devices where like just normal usage means you don't have enough room. You couldn't to upgrade the it. So she got my son's iPad and he got mine and I haven't had one for a long time. And so this looks like if I was going to get a new one, this looks like the right one to get. I just think it's, it's great. And at home again, like that's our main, those are our main devices everywhere except for me. And I, I mentioned to my son last night while we were watching Star Trek, I mentioned to him, I said, you know, if Apple comes out with a good iPad tomorrow, I might get it. And he's like, you? And I said, <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't really think of you as an iPad guy. Because you're the computer guy? That's what he was saying. I said, yeah. really? He said, yeah, yeah. yeah just, you're always typing on your laptop whenever you're doing something. I don't, I didn't think, I said, well, who, who do you think trained you to use an ipad when you were two years old he's like yeah i guess you did back then he's i'm just not used to seeing you with one i said yeah that's because i haven't had one in so long yeah, yeah yeah i don't know i i like these new ipads a lot i love the squared off look i still think that was the oh, best design talk about, that. Talk about I, it this is the other thing though i mean this is the, another thing that's been hanging over this by the way thanks hello to my friend alex who's listening to the show hi alex um the, uh, I, I never know who's out there. I never know who's out there, but sometimes I get real time follow up. Uh, hi, Alex. I love you. Um, uh, you know, the other thing is that what people needed a tablet for, um, didn't change a whole lot among normals, right? I mean, let's, let's be honest. The, the, the thing that a lot of people use tablets for is watching movies and in some cases oh, yeah. reading. Oh, yeah. But most people, especially who are price sensitive, are going to buy uh, an old Kindle or, you know, or, you know, you don't need a top of the line Kindle to like read a book. It's, it's just that there are, you, when you do see iPads, you will still see iPad minis, filthy, filthy iPad minis <laughs> that people and their babies have been using for years. And you know what? It still mostly works fine. A lot of times it might have a crack in the screen. Like it has been well loved and well used. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the truth is if you, have bought anything above the base level iPad in the last, I'm going to say three years, you're probably, and you're not using it for work. You're probably not screaming for an upgrade. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I feel like I, I own a, the, a number of Apple pencils that is approximately one half the number of times I've used an Apple pencil. <laughs> I, I've, I've got several of them and I don't know where they are. I occasionally find three and my daughter will use it. Because she now has a capable iPad that, that does that, but no, I mean, the, the, has the market demanded this kind of stuff? Who amongst the market has demanded this? Well, not many. It's mostly us nerds who talk about iPads. We need an iPad so we can talk about iPads. But you know what I'm saying? Like, are there that many people out there that need like two thousand dollars worth of iPad in their life? Well, not really, and that sucks because this thing, once you spend some time with it. It is transformative. I mean, even, you know, not even, but the ones from like a year ago are, are mind boggling what they can do. 
it is it is so crazy. Still a little bit frumpy about being able to use the the um you know the multi um panel screen stuff. It's all still a little wonky. But my goodness, these things are powerful. I can't believe how often a dumb test for me. I cannot believe how often I open an app that I haven't touched for a couple of days and it's still all the stuff is still in there. This is what you're saying about the future of computing. Yeah, that's the way it should work. So to, 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 in summary, I'm so glad they're continuing to push this forward. This thing is so much more. Sometimes when you walk around San Francisco, when I walk around San Francisco and the normal parts of San Francisco, I think, my God, this town has so much unnecessary beauty. There's so much unnecessary beauty here. Like there's so many things that didn't need to be made as beautiful as they are. There's so many lobbies for like stupid startups at this point, you know, that were built in 1909 that are just glorious. And that's kind of how I feel about the iPad. It has so much unnecessary beauty. It's, it's, it is unbelievable how much power most people are not using on their iPad. Right. And thank God they continue to make it more powerful. Because in my heart, in some part of my mind even, I really think, who knows, maybe there's going to be a huge generational leap to where you basically get something that looks like a paper towel roll that you can like unroll and turn into like a pad on your desk. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to happen in the next five years. I don't know. I just, I think in medicine, I think in education, I think in a lot of vertical markets, this thing is going to continue to blow really big. I mean, how many people out there are going to be using Adobe Photoshop on iPad for a living? Yeah. I mean, I mean, it some? seems like um, an adjunct kind of a tool. Well, yeah, and a lot of them have have tablets that they like and have used and have bonded with for years. Yeah. I don't know that many people that are going to run out because they can now use you know this 20-year-old app on, on an iPad. But anyway, I guess I'm just saying thank God for the unnecessary beauty. Thank goodness they continue to make this thing more powerful and capable because when they stop doing that, that's when they're going to be in trouble, I feel like. Like when they stop making this thing better than it needs to be, that's when they need to worry because the folks who do have this in their hand right now are probably outsized in their influence, Mm -hmm. not necessarily in the flashy Instagram way, but in the sense of like, we have demonstrated that this is a very, you could go on the road with your band and not bring a laptop anymore. You know, you, there's so much you can do with this thing. And I, I really hope it continues to trickle down into usage by normal people and that, you know, the quote unquote lower end models remain affordable, but I just, just want to get through all that, you know, landscape stuff, full marks, very excited about this iPad. I think it's their most interesting device. I do too. I really like this one. And I would say, you know, like the last few iterations of iPads that have come out, they've been faster. The screen has been better. It's got true color. It's got these other things. But this is, you know, I, I am one of these people that I really like when Apple redesigned something. That to me, it feels like things things are did, happening. You sure didn't see that iPhone four look coming, right? But I love that. So that, good. The iPhone four and five and all the S's were like my favorite form factor iPhone. I Same. think it was flawless. Same. I think that German style square design was it? Uh, whoever it is, they're copping that from that. Um, that was an exquisite design, and I think this is going to be so nice. A little bit thinner, less of the flares on the sides. Little in the middle, but you got much back. Like this thing is going to be, I'm very excited to hold this thing. I can't wait to. And this is, this is the other thing about it is I was very tentatively uh, excited about this because it is, it, it feels like it is time for me to get a new iPad. Ooh, exciting. And I have been. It's going to be like a new world for you. It, it will. And so 
I wanted to ask you for a little bit of advice about that. I I think you were saying you're go you if you get one you're considering going big. I still want the 11 inch. I'm not going to talk about what I bought, but I'm happy to talk about what you should Yeah, talk buy. about what I should buy. I am too ashamed to even begin to mention what buttons I just clicked, but I think it's a super interesting question. What is right for Oh, look at that. Do you think the pencil is going to stay stuck to the side? No. Hmm. It's cool, but I don't see that going into a backpack and staying attached. Definitely not. I mean, hmm. it, it, it won't. It won't. Yeah. That's not, that doesn't solve the problem of what to do with the pencil when you're not oh, using really? it. No. It's obviously it's a, a much better a way to charge shorter. it. This was a little shorter, right? Than the other one. It's average. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're sweet to say so. I feel like the, the Apple's pencil that I have around the house, like don't fit into things. Mm. They're just a little bit too long. I've, um, I've been told that too. Okay. You're sweet to notice. Mm-hmm. Did you want to tell me about one more thing that you like and then we'll uh, yeah. wrap the pad? I would love to tell you about the molecule. Molecule. The molecule. This is a very, very cool. It's a reinvention. Man, I can barely breathe. One of these jackals is going to send you me one of these. It. I can ba- literally barely Grace, breathe. Grace, can you get Merlin a molecule, please? Could you please, please get the, the German bearer bonds and bring out, bring out the molecule destroying device? So the, uh, the molecule checks. is a reinvention of the air purifier. It's not just an improvement on existing outdated technology. It was developed by a scientist whose son suffered from uh, asthma or asthmar. <laughs> and uh, who he was frustrated. Hi. Hi. My name is Robert Asmar. <laughs> this is my wife, Sally Molecule. <laughs> frustrated. They couldn't destroy our son, so we chose to destroy the bacteria. That's, well, that's exactly what they did. They were using these HEPA air purifiers. They were HEPA, not relieving the child's symptoms. They were doing nothing for the child. It's like as old as Milton Berle. And, uh, and so they spent 20 years developing a completely new, totally effective way of removing indoor air pollutants. And, uh, and we, we know this is a fact. Global air pollution, it's worsening at an ever-increasing rate. More than 80% of people living in urban areas that monitor air pollution are exposed to air quality that fails to meet the uh, World Health Organization recommendations, which is abbreviated as WHO, WHO, Dr. Who. The worst news is that indoor air can be five times worse than outdoor air. And uh, most of us are spending 90% of our time indoors. So what do you need to do? You need to improve that. But there are people who have allergies. There are people who who are worried about mold, bacteria, viruses, airborne chemicals. Unlike a HEPA filter, the molecule destroys indoor air pollutants at a molecular level, hence the name completely removing them from the air that you breathe. So instead of trying to trap them and only trapping some of them, they're destroying them, which is very cool. And of course you say, well, how do we know this really works? Does it really work? The answer is yes. These claims have been tested and verified by third-party labs like the University of Minnesota Particle uh, Calibration Laboratory and the University of South Florida Center for Biological Defense. This is the real deal. This is the real deal. And so mm. this is a, it is a breakthrough science. It's finally capable of destroying air pollutants at a molecular level. Um, they, they, it's very important for people with asthma and allergies. Uh, one customer even said they were able to breathe through their nose for the first time in 15 years. Like, Jiminy. this makes a big difference. And I, anecdotally, I will say, I feel like my family gets less sick now that we have one of these running in the main room that we're in. I, 
I c- this is my own experience with this. We run this thing all the time. It has this cool feature where it has like a blue ring on it and the blue ring glows a little bit. But at nighttime, we have the blue ring turn the light off so that it doesn't have like a weird light. And like you can customize it. It's all computer controlled. It has a little digital display on the top that I really like. There's an app that'll run on your phone, iOS and Android that lets you like customize it and calibrate it. So like you can, it, it has these great automatic features. So that it will automatically, as it detects air quality, maybe if the air quality isn't as good, it'll run a little faster. And if the air quality is good, it'll run a little cool. You know, it'll run, turn, turn itself down a little bit, whatever. But you can control all of that and its behaviors with your app on the phone. So you're in complete control of how it works and what it does and, and everything else. Uh, EPA backing their research, this is the real deal, really, really helps for people with allergies, for people with asthma. And, and if you just want to, not worry so much about cold season and flu season. So go check this out. They're giving $75 off your first order. Uh, it's spelled molecule, M-O-L-E-K-U-L-E, molecule, molecule with a K, molecule.com. And when you're checking out, uh, enter in back to work. This is not a fan. This is not something that just blows <laughs> air around your room. This is a beautifully built, high quality piece of equipment that's going to last a lifetime molecule.com back to work at checkout go check them out 75 bucks off your first order and thanks to molecule for making this show possible we thanks, gotta molecule. get you hattie pantomimed i'm trying when i when i said listen Merlin these people are jackals. i'm trying these people are jackals i'm glad their kids okay hakuna matata yeah what about my kid what about my little I, baby I'm what about merlin's what about what merlin's about my kids? baby grace grace sickening thank you for the pantomime hattie she says that she cares about your kids too oh chimney i have spec do they out. even listen to the ads because if they listen they'd know how bad merlin needs one of these things <coughs> listen <coughs> he's not a well man this is a sick very sick man <laughs> so 11 11 inch ipad Here's Pro. What the I big question out, is for me is 60 is 64 gigs going to be enough for me and i'm not using this as like a main I've thing i've spec'd out for you here's yeah. my thinking on all of these okay things. all right number one i don't think you need the big one i think you need the smaller one. correct yeah i'm, I'm with you there uh it would be too much for what you're if you've been doing this for a while and you're like me and you want to like have an upgrade upgrade that would be a way to go i think 11 inches is good for you space gray because you're not a monster right of course you could get the silver one but space gray is going to look cooler. no i'm not a moron um i'm specking you out at 256 megs although i th- gigs although i think you could do with less that's a crazy jump <laughs> right. 64 is a sucker amount i think you should go for 256 and feel free to contradict me. I think you don't need LTE unless you need LTE. No, no, I, don't I think you'd be fine with Wi-Fi, and you're looking at under a grand. That's not bad. You, th- but you, th- you think I've got to go up? You've got, but plus the wait a second because I want to get a pencil. Sixty four is no good because you're going to go yeah, on the road with your, if you're like no me. Good. Now here's the here's a life hack. Not not right before you leave. Not a day before you leave. Two days before you leave. On a trip, you hand the iPad to your stupid child, you go into the TV app, and you say, download four to five movies that you would like to have. Give it time to download. That's going to fill up pretty fast if you want to use this as a movie device. Yeah, you're right about that. Media does take up a lot of space. Well, here's the thing. 256 gigs ain't going to fill up fast. 64 gigs? mm, I think you're playing with fire a little bit. Yeah, I think you're right. 
So, and obviously they are doing that as a, as a comical jab at the people who get the 64 gig. But then um, I got to get the pencil. Got to get the pencil. I think you could start without the pencil. I got to get the pencil. Mm, I think you're good. I think you get 949, you get this 11 inch uh, space gray, 256 gig, Wi-Fi out the door. Uh, well, not out the door. You got tax and stuff. But Okay, but what about the smart keyboard folio for 11 inch iPad Pro US English? Not yet. Don't need it. Don't you? You could do it if you want to. Thing is, you are economizing in some ways with this one that I expect for you. Um, of course, I always do get the Apple Care. That's me, the Apple Care Plus. But uh, I think you'd be fine to just start out with that, and then you know what? Build concentric circles. Build, build, build. I don't think here. I think you are more likely to get frustrated and mad at how much you spent if you get too much stuff. As my friend, uh, the late uh, Leslie Harpold would say, you buy toys for your toys. You get too many toys for your toy, and you're not totally into it, and you're going to be kicking yourself that you spent two grand. Which is apparently is easy to do. Apple um, Care Plus is five ninety nine a month. Yeah, I buy it all at once. How do you how do you do that? It doesn't let you do that. Yes, you hit add. I hit add, and then it's going to say, "Do you want to pay monthly or pay in full?" Didn't ask. Huh? Right here it says a- Apple Care Plus for iPad Pro. Add. Mm-hmm. Okay, clicking add. It's just done. It's just done. Hmm. Hmm. I can remove. I see it. pay monthly five ninety nine or pay in full one twenty nine. I w- I want that, but I don't see that. Uh, try try clearing your cache. You might have a corrupted font. That's always the last place <laughs> you look. Restart with my extensions disabled. Oh, you got conflict cache. You hold down the shift. No, I want you Explained, to come and uh, see this. It just you click add and that's it. Yeah, I I believe you. I don't have any reason to doubt you. Um, I think something like yeah, you know, whatever you think is right. You spend what you want to spend, but I I guess I would say you should prove to yourself that you don't need to spend a mint on this. Get I would I would probably get a cover for it, but I mean. Personally, I've bought two of the keyboard for different iPads. I don't know. I'll just say other people like it more than I do. I don't think it's essential. I'm, I'm going to get the new one because I want to see if it gets better. But um, honestly, I uh, I don't know. It looks kind of cool, though. It looks like this one kind of locks into place a little bit better than the old one. The other one's just floppy. Yeah, maybe. I think, uh, you know, you 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 do you. Get the one you think is right, but I think you got one here that before tax out the door, not out the door, sub out the door. Nine forty nine is a pretty good deal for this yes, yes. Of power, and it's going to be so pretty. Did you see the sides? The sides are so pretty. Oh, it's beautiful. It's like a German coffee maker. Look at that thing. Doggies. Yeah, you got to get one of these. Boy, it makes the old one look really uh, old. Yeah, it does. Yeah, unnecessary beauty. You gonna buy one? Uh, yeah, probably after, after this, I think so. I think yeah, so. Get out there. Uh, get on it. Stare at it. Get Stare at it. Stare at it for a minute. Yeah. Those fishing lures at Winn-Dixie. Yeah. I'm winded. I got up really early and watched the, watch the, uh, the thing. Is Lana Del Rey done? Did she finish? She wrapped? Yeah, I think she finally stopped. <sighs> so much unnecessary beauty. Like tears and rain. <laughs> Such small hands. I can't I think I'm about to pass out. We good? Yeah, we're good. All right, Dan, uh, let's button this up. All righty. I I love you. Love you too, Merlin, man.